Happy New Year, uh, even though it is January 4th. For, t- uh, for Austin and I, 2023 has been kind of a terrible year so far, but hopefully your guys' has been better. Uh, there was a lot of games on January 1st, on New Year's Day, and Austin and I are here to recap all of the Week 17 games as we are now one week closer, one week away from the playoffs. It'll be a lot of fun. This is KNA Football. All right, so before we really get into anything, any football stuff, this episode might seem a little bit different. Not too drastically different, but we have a new setup. Not, not crazy different, but things around. We have the wall that was behind me. We built a whole, or Debbie built a whole, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, but a whole thing. Put it now behind Austin. We've shifted the set to more to the right. We, we've got, got new technology back with Debbie. We're still working on getting new mics. So we, we're still kind of testing. This is kind of more... It's, it's an episode, obviously. But it's more... We'll see how this goes. I mean, we're going to... Obviously, anything that needs improved should be improved by this next episode. So we don't know how the echo will sound. We're, we're still testing it out as we go. Yeah. And I don't know how the lights are going to be because the lights are very dimmed right now. Yeah. Because, one, I have a concussion, which is why we didn't record on Monday. So that's another thing. The lights are maybe a little yeah. darker than normal because it really messes with my eyes. So, yeah, kind of hurts. It's a 2023 great year so far. But uh, He's been concussed the whole year right. so far. And uh, <laughs> I have been. And, um, and also instead, so we're going to do the recap like always, but the first game we'll talk about will be the Monday night game because that is the news of the season, like of the news year. of like, yeah, one of the biggest stories ever for football. So if we want to jump right into it, uh, this uh, KNA weekly recap. The KNA week recap. All right, so yeah, here we go. First game. So this was the most anticipated game of the season. Big Monday night game. Big stakes for the playoff picture. Was Bills at Bengals, two high-powered teams that have very good chances of going to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, it started off just like a great game. I mean, like we we all expected it to be. And then midway towards the end of the first quarter, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard about it. It's like the biggest news in the world pretty much right now. DeMar Hamlin, a second-year safety for the Bills, made a tackle on T. Higgins around the 50-yard line. And got up and then completely went limp after the tackle. He stood up, went limp, and fell to the ground. And when you first see it, you're like, oh my gosh, like that's awful. Probably like hit his head really hard on the tackle. Yeah. Or like something must happen. But like you see injuries all the time. Like you see brain injuries. You see the Tua injury. That's what a lot of people were uh, connecting it to right away. But so they went to commercial break and then they came back from commercial break and they're like, oh my goodness. Um, like, They've, what was it? They, he's still on the field. Teams have surrounded him now. We're going to go back to break. And you're like, man. And then they go, and it's like, okay, now they have an ambulance on the field. And you're like, wow. Like, we're going to go to break again. Yeah. And then they come back, and you're like, okay, he's now receiving CPR on the field. Yeah. I mean, it was 
crazy. Like you see him go down and you're like, oh, that's like you said, it's a weird injury, but it's not like uncommon. Like people come up, they go down. No big deal. They bring the stretcher out and you're like, again, pretty common. The ambulance comes out. Not super common, but it, it happens at least once. I'd say probably once a week in the NFL. There's an ambulance on the field. Maybe once every other week you see the ambulance come out. But I, mean, I don't. There's never been a time in NFL history where they're doing CPR on the field. They did CPR for 10 minutes before he was, like, they got a pulse back and they had to have assisted breathing in the ambulance all the way to the University of Cincinnati Hospital. Um, and he, the Bills released a statement about, I don't know, 10 minutes before we started recording, something oh, like that. Supposedly. It took us like an hour to set that's up. That's true. That's true. There was a statement, okay, like an hour ago, or however long ago it was, saying that. He is down, the ventilator only has like 50% of his breathing, so he's beginning to breathe on his own. Um, that night, he had a pulse back on his own, so I mean, he's making improvements towards, you know, living, because mm -hmm. that was really the big concern was that, I mean, he didn't have a heartbeat on the field, like, and he wasn't breathing, like, clinically, he's dead. They're able to revive him, and, and so now it's looking like he's going to make strides towards recovery, but he's still in critical condition. He's still medically sedated. So there's a long road to recovery for him, but so far, things look optimistic. Mm -hmm. I mean, when it first happened, I mean, I wasn't able to watch the game with my eyes. I had to have a little mask on and listen to the game. But from what it, could, from what it hurt, from what it sounded like, Players have never reacted the way that they were. I mean, both teams, credit to them, they formed like a human wall around him for, I, for, I guess, his privacy. And both team, all of the Bills players were just bawling their eyes out. The Bengals player, players were clearly in distress. And then they went back, they were all bawling their eyes out, clearly uh, distraught. And then the refs came and they said, hey, like, you guys have five minutes to warm up and then you can come out and play the game. And it was pretty clear that both teams weren't going to do it nobody moved and then Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott credit to them they came out and were like hey they talked on the field and they pulled both their teams off the field they went to the locker room and about an hour later the NFL postponed the game yeah to no one's surprise really I mean how are you going to play that game both players right both players for both teams completely messed up I mean you've never really seen anything like that he completely lost his life on the field and they brought him back and they still like don't know could he still pass away yeah it's very scary i mean that's their teammate that's their they're with their teammates more than they're with their family during the season and yeah it was really hard i mean shout out to all the teams of the nfl all the teams changing their i mean it doesn't mean much but change their twitter icons to like pray for uh damar like all the stuff his uh his GoFundMe for his like uh, foundation had reached, I think, six million dollars, and his original yeah. goal a couple years ago was like twenty five thousand. So like he's getting so much support, and so many people are like respecting him and paying their respects. And I mean, he's not dead, right? But like, it's a very scary scene, and yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, a lot of people I think were surprised that the game wasn't postponed earlier. Because it was very clear, mm -hmm. like, 15 minutes after the injury, that no one was going to be playing in that game. Like, there's no possible way 
as a player that you can come back and I mean mentally having seen your teammate just received CPR in the field and then rushed away in an ambulance there's no way you're coming back and playing and then there's no way that you're able to then go make a tackle yourself like knowing that that might be a risk that you're taking on a routine play a routine tackle like there's no way anyone's going to do that right but I mean, the NFL obviously had to think about a lot more than just that game. They had to think about, okay, well, we have to postpone this game. What are we going to do about postponing this game? Where are we going to put it for next mm-hmm. time? Are we going to reschedule? What's going to happen? What does this look like? So it did take some time to get, you know, the official word that the game would be postponed. That obviously couldn't come from the referees there. It couldn't come from anyone low in the NFL. That had to come straight from Roger Goodell, which is you know pretty big deal. You have the commissioner of the entire league that has to do that um but you know prayers for demar hamlin for sure uh hope that he makes a full recovery hope that they find a time to get this game rescheduled right i mean but everyone talks about the whole demar hamlin's health and that that is what matters i mean football comes secondary to some a human being's life but you still do have to pay into pay like look this is a huge game i mean yeah it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things but this is their job, and you have to play this game somehow. Are they? I mean, sure, they don't have to play it, but it's got to go down somewhere. Are they going to mark it as a tie? Personally, that's what I see them doing. Again, it doesn't matter what they do in the grand scheme of things, but it has a lot. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was like a, a team with two nobodies. I mean, you just right. cancel the game. It has no effect. Right. Even like if there were two teams that had no chance to make the playoffs, they're both eliminated. Whatever, this has major implications. They're both in the playoffs, but it has mm-hmm. implications for the one seed. It has implications, obviously, for the AFC Championship game even. Right, because say Bills, say this game happens, Bills win this game, they're on the inside track to get the first seed and the bye in the playoffs and have all the home games. If this game's called a tie, Kansas City has all of that. If Buffalo wins, or if Cincinnati wins, they have a very good shot at all of that stuff. So it's like, this is a big game. The NFL has a lot of questions questions to answer right but obviously the main focus right now is demar right. hamlin and even more like third of all of that right number one is demar hamlin number two what are they gonna do this game third fantasy, fantasy championships right. were this week i mean i personally had um dawson knox and t higgins playing in this game and my opponent had stefan Diggs and jamar chase so for me personally not so bad you know like <laughs> it's not so bad that they like postpone right game. right and yeah. like we'll see what happens with that but it's like okay well obviously this game is going to get postponed into then this week 17 game into week 18 or even further if they play it again so it's like what does that look like for your lineup i mean i was obviously going to get outscored by my opponent right. so we'll see i mean sleeper mm-hmm. is a major major game. fantasy and they're like that that's it we're not doing anything more you as the league commissioner can change that if you want. Yeah, they sleepers app. They said if the game does get replayed in a couple of weeks, the commissioner has the power to put points for that game into this week. Which me being the commissioner in that league, I have all the power to make sure my brother does not win, <laughs> which is so fun. But I mean, if they do happen, I'll give him the the game. But yeah, yeah a lot of questions to be answered about yeah, Monday, obviously. But now into the Sunday games and all. The good news, I guess, that happened in the game. Yeah, good news for some, bad yeah, news for others. Right. So we did already talk about this one. Oh, on... we did not. No, we made our picks and we talked about this one, didn't we? No, because we picked 
Our, this episode for the Pickums was on Thursday. Oh, it was. But there wasn't much to say. That's true. And the Titans, so we were wrong on the aspect of the Titans needed to win this game. They didn't. No matter what happened in this game and no matter what happened in the Jaguars game, this upcoming game between the Titans and the Jaguars decides that division. So they really rested a lot of their starters. Why, why play them in a meaningless game? Makes right. a lot of sense. So they played no Derrick Henry. Well, uh, Joshua Dobbs was starting. They had no receivers. Their defense was kind of down. And they played the Cowboys 27-13. to Not much to say. Dak Prescott doesn't really look good. Three interceptions in this game. Yeah, Dak Prescott is tied for the most interceptions this year. Tied with Derek Carr, I think. I think he is. I'm not sure on that one. Uh, but in, either way, Dak Prescott has, the, has tied with the most interceptions, 14, and he's missed five games. I mentioned that a couple weeks ago. It's, it's getting worse. Like, and it's weird because they're still winning games. Like, it's kind of like they're winning in spite of Dak Prescott, which is a weird thing to say because a couple years ago you would have been saying that they were winning with Dak Prescott. But because of Dak. Right, right. Now it doesn't seem like that's the case. Now they're winning games because of their defense, because of their run game, mm-hmm. and Dak Prescott is kind of holding them back from blowing teams out by 40. Right. Here's a good question, though, because you did mention that uh, Joshua Dobbs played in this game. Mm-hmm. Joshua Dobbs did not look bad. Joshua Dobbs was making throws. Mm-hmm. He was running. Like, he looked pretty good. In my opinion, he looked a lot better than Malik Willis. So, like, were they? do you think that they were... They signed him, like, seven days before this game. Right. So it's like, do you think that they're trying... Were they trying trying out Joshua Dobbs, like see how he is, or were they was their intention to rest Malik Willis so he could play? Well, they announced the they announced a couple days ago Josh Dobbs is starting in next week in this week's game against Jacksonville. So clearly they like what they saw in him with yeah. very limited uh, players around him, and I think Malik Willis right now he doesn't give him a good chance to win. He's a rookie. He he's one of those guys. He really needs to sit for a couple years. Yeah, and like learn, like to really, he's he needs to learn behind a, a quarterback or just he needs time to sit and get accustomed to the game. Josh Jobs, he hasn't been a starter anywhere, but he's been in the league for a while. He's been he, around the right bar. now. He gives you a better chance to win. You're not going to make the pl- or you're not going to go far if you do make the playoffs. Yeah, but it's not going to make a but huge you make difference. The playoffs. Right, you make the playoffs. You have a chance. And I think Josh Jobs gives them a better chance, which is why they did start Josh Jobs. Yeah. Flashback to like, was it even like last year, the year before, when Tennessee was the one seed in the mm, AFC? Yeah, it was last season. Like, how have they fallen off this far? I'll tell you how. It's because they got rid of AJ Brown. Like that is how yeah. they fell off this far. When you don't have receivers. Hard to win. It really is. I didn't know this about Josh Dobbs. We can stop talking about this game because it's meaningless. <laughs> but I didn't know. I found this out on Thursday. That the dude has a master's in aerospace engineering and graduated with a 4.0 GPA. Didn't know that. That has to be the smartest football player that has ever <laughs> stepped on the field. Like, yeah. that is crazy stuff. He could literally work on rockets and he's playing as like a third string guy on most NFL he's, teams. He's making millions. Like, do nothing. Crazy. All right, next game. This game doesn't matter. <laughs> This and I'm game, not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, I, this game doesn't matter any, right. even more. Like I was watching Red Zone, and this game very seldom came on. Like I literally had to look my, on Sunday night to be like, who, who won this game? Like I actually had no idea. 
So apparently the Falcons kicked a game-winning field goal in the dying seconds of the game. Couldn't tell you that happened. I, I, you're going to have to talk about this one. I, I really don't know what happened. Yeah, I really don't know either, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, because I was busy watching the Browns game and then tuning into the match down south in the NFC. Um, but this game was just like nothing really of note. Both of these teams had nothing to play for. The Falcons were eliminated from playoff contention last week. The Cardinals were eliminated from playoff contention, I don't know, week five. And so, like, it's just the game really meant nothing. In the right. grand scheme of football, this was just for players' contracts next year. How early will Cliff Kingsbury get fired into the offseason? Hopefully immediately after the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hopefully immediately after, after week 18. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this game... But it really meant nothing. Uh, Falcons kicked a game winner, like you said, and that's about all I know about this game. Sorry for any Cardinals or Falcons fans out there. I doubt that there are any at this point, uh, especially ones that are watching football. Nothing really to discuss here. Sure. This game was more interesting. It's a little more this interesting. This had a lot of playoff implications. The Dolphins, again, with no Tua because he, like me, uh, is concussed. Uh, he seems to be concussed every single week. Mm-hmm. I personally don't know if he can ever play football again. I, I don't see a way that he does. Yeah, no. I mean, it. if I were Tua, I would probably keep playing football. I mean, I'm sure I'm not he wants lie. to, absolutely. I'm sure he wants to. He's worked his whole life to get here. He's making so much money being here. And he's, I mean, pretty decent when he's there. But clearly the Dolphins really struggle without him. Mm-hmm. But as like a coaching staff, like how on earth, or like a general manager or whatever, like how on earth do you sign this guy or let him play? Like he gets a concussion every other week. I mean, after you get your first concussion, it's so easy to get a second one. And then even easier after that, every hit on your head is just like, you're probably going to get a concussion. For two at this point, a routine tackle is you're concussed. Like, right. He should not play anymore. I mean, that's why Luke Hinckley retired only after seven years. He was one of the best linebackers and retired very early. Yeah, I mean, as the as the football player, yeah, you wanna you wanna keep playing. I mean, this is your dream. You've worked your whole life to get to this point, and you're finally leading a good team. But then the human side, it's like, okay, I want to have a future still. I don't want to have a completely messed up brain. Like, I want to still live a normal life once I retire. This isn't gonna be my whole life. I'm gonna retire mid thirties, right? Like, I still want to live a normal life after that. So. At what point is like it's not worth it? You already have made a couple million dollars, right? And I mean, you'll have job prospects yeah, after this. Exactly. You're a good quarterback. You'll mm-hmm. probably be a coach somewhere. Yeah, like you have a career after this. Yeah, but aside from Tua, <laughs> clearly the Dolphins have some sort of curse put on them. Where if Tua doesn't play and Bridgewater has to start, Skylar Thompson must also play in the game. Yeah. Um. Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson played in this game, and they combined for what was a normal quarterback performance. Like, yeah, it was it was decent. Skylar Thompson played. I th- I think he outperformed Teddy Bridgewater. He played. I think the best he's played all season. He really struggled early in the season, but he didn't play great. But against yeah. a good Patriots defense, he did all right. Patriots, it might squeak into the playoffs. I mean, yeah, there's a chance. We're going to go over that at the end right, of this episode. Oh, Each right. team's chance to get in, what they need to do, what needs to happen around them. But there's a chance that they squeak in. There's a chance for either of these teams right. to squeak in. 
that seven the Patriots seed. completely um, non-conventional way of winning games keeps working. They don't have an incredible run game. Ramon J. Stevenson has done nothing. Their passing game not really there. They don't have receivers. They just play great defense. They get they get a lot of defensive touchdowns. Like every game, it seems like they're getting a pick six or a fumble six or a punt return touchdown. And they're yeah. just very good at winning these unconventional ways of winning football games. Yeah, if they just had anyone other than Matt Patricia at offensive coordinator to where their offense could keep the ball for more than three downs, they'd probably be winning a lot more games. Mm-hmm. And they're still probably very good chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, very good chance. Right. Well, not really. I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll tell I you really that. haven't looked at how the little of a chance they actually so, yeah. have. This game, though, uh, Saints at Eagles was a absolute shocker. I think everyone, even without Jalen Hurts playing, anticipated the Eagles to win this game. And every time I looked at the box score, it was just, hey, the Saints are still winning. At what point are the Eagles going to start winning? And it just never happened. The Saints were fighting with everything they had because they knew that across the bayou, the... Panthers were playing the Buccaneers, and they knew that if the Panthers were to beat the Buccaneers, and then the Saints beat the Panthers in Week 18, the Saints would be able to take the division and make it into the playoffs. And so they were fighting with everything they had to win this game, and the Eagles clearly just didn't turn it on, proving how, I think, valuable Jalen Hurts is to this team. Um, right. Yeah, like this is like it is really shocking. Do you mm-hmm. think I mean Jalen Hurts not exactly, you know, supposed to play next week? Oh, I think he will. 100%. You think he will to I try mean, to the lock one, the one seed? Right, the one seed is still on the line. Their division is still on the line. Yeah. If they lose next week and Dallas wins, Dallas jumps them for the division, Dallas jumps them for the one seed, and they're in a bad situation cuz then they got to come and they got to play Away, and like they, they lost the one seed. And they are now playing at some other team's home, which would be the Buc- Buccaneers. We'll get to, but yeah, I think without playing in this game, Jalen Hurts showed that he is the MVP. I mean, there was a yeah. lot of people saying when before he got hurt, and even the week that he got hurt, like, oh, the Eagles, they have such a good team around him. Any like any quarterback could come perform with this team. Right. Jalen Hurts isn't the real MVP. Anyone could put up those numbers. Okay, and he, they played very good last week without Jalen Hurst, but against what I think is a very overrated Cowboys defense. They get the picks and the touchdowns for fantasy, but they give up so many points and so many yards. It's like, man, I don't know. But then they go against the Saints team that's not that good at all. The only reason they're still in the hunt is because they were in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. And they just they couldn't do anything. They had the, the ball in the first quarter for, a five, for five minutes. A whole five minutes. I mean, they couldn't do anything. Jalen Hurts should be the MVP after this game. I was not a Jalen Hurts believer. I like Jalen Hurts, but I didn't think he was that great. I think Mahomes, I mean, obviously Mahomes is better, but I thought other players deserved it way more than him because of the team that Jalen Hurts has around him. But after this game, I'm like, I mean, he led them to one loss, and now they're 0-2 without him. Yeah. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they list Jalen Hurts as active and starting for week 18. And then if for some reason they were to jump out to a big lead, 
I would also not be surprised at all if they, as soon as they get a comfortable lead, Jalen Hurts is out, A.J. Brown is out, mm-hmm. they're putting in all their backups and resting up, hoping to take the one seed, the division, and then the bye week. Right. Rest up. In the first week of yeah, the playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, they play the... Play the Giants next week. Right. So, I mean, and the Giants don't really have much more to play for. I think they exactly. have their, their uh, like, sixth seed locked yep. up. They can't, they can't go, go up or up. down. Right. So it's like, why would the Giants risk these injuries? They're probably going to rest Daniel Jones, Saquon, a lot of their defense. So mm-hmm. probably a pretty easy game for them next week. The Giants, they have nothing to play for at this point. Eagles have a lot to play for. They'll get that big win and then rest up their starters for the playoffs. Yeah. Next one here is... Oh, the Giants. Colts at Giants. Speaking of the Giants. Um, so Nick Foles... I was going to say he died, but that's insensitive at this point. Nick Foles got pancaked. Yeah, he he got hurt. He got injured. Yes, he did get injured, and as he's writhing in pain, the guy who hit him is doing snow angels on the ground. Uh, A spectacle to see. And then he went on the sideline and did the night-night dance. Yeah, and then he claims that he didn't know that he was hurt, which is like, yeah. I don't understand that because if you watch the replay, he sacks him, and then you just see Nick Foles on the ground just like squirming in pain. Like he's just twitching like it's it looks pretty painful and and he's right he's like hitting him as he's doing these snow angels he's just and then he still goes to the sideline he's down on the field and you go and you're just like dude come on man but yeah yeah this wasn't a contest no it was not giants killed him 38 to 10 um sam ellinger got to play after nick Foles went down oh big surprise uh jeff saturday continues to lose and I, the owner keeps coming out and saying that Jeff Saturday is a prime candidate for the coaching job next year, which is like, you're lying to us. Imagine, <laughs> um, how mad would you be? Jeff Saturday goes, wins one game, and it was his first game. Finishes the season like one and whatever. And then he goes and wins the job, and then you owe Mr. King a dinner. I would be so mad, because I was even talking to him on New Year's Eve. And I was like, man, not looking good for you. And he's like, well, the owner came out and said this. And I'm like... Yeah, but I was still right. He's not a good coach. Like, he's like, well, I'm just upset that like, you people think you know what you're talking about and you feel like you can say that he's not going to be a good coach. He's like, yeah, but I was right, wasn't I? Right. Like, here he is. He's won one coach, game yeah. against the Raiders. Okay, <laughs> like, he's right. a terrible coach. He just lost 38 to 10 against the Giants. Um, either way, this means that the Giants lock up a playoff spot. They lock up the number six spot. They can't go up or down, like you said. For the first time since 2016, since the uh, infamous boat incident, mm-hmm. where all those Giants players take a picture of uh, on a cruise, yeah. and uh, then they proceeded to lose every single game. Since every then. game since then. <laughs> uh, so they lock up the playoffs. Like you said, would not be shocked if the Giants rest everybody. They're playing like third string guys next week because. They know that they even if they lose, it doesn't matter. They're still in the same spot. Oh, we got the game oh, on the uh, celebration. All right. So, yeah, this was still when Matt Ryan was in the game. This was the play that took him out of the game. Nick Foles. Right. That, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. So, boom, Saxon. He's literally he's squirming in pain. Snow Angel. <laughs> he's hitting him as he's doing it. So, it's like, how do you not know, bro? And he's, he's literally looking over. He's looking over. He's like, does he think Matt, or, uh, does he think Nick Foles is doing it with him? He's not putting his arm all the way out to yeah. touch him either. He's like, oh, this arm goes out, but this arm's staying close because he knows he's right there on and the ground. And he's literally looking to the side. Like, he knows. 
Come on, he knows bro. what's up. But he is a very good rookie. Uh, I will say that he's a beast. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. But, um, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, Giants. Hey, I don't think they're a great team, but they are in the playoffs, and you can't deny that they're in the playoffs. Who knows? Anything can happen once you get to the playoffs. Congrats. Yeah. Giants fans haven't been able to be happy about that since 2016. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably end up getting steamrolled by, let's see, Vikings. They'll probably play the Vikings um, in the playoffs. Yeah, it will be the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably not steamrolled then because the Vikings barely beat the Giants last time. So that could be a fun little upset there. But you said you think you they will beat the Giants? I said it could be a toss-up. I was saying they'll probably get yeah, steamrolled yeah, yeah. because they barely squeaked in, but then I was like, oh, never mind. Sorry, I was completely zoned out for a second. I was just dazed. Yeah, this is what concussion happened. I'm sorry. I was out of it. All right. Uh, Carolina Panthers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, fun little fact for all of you guys. We initially told you that we weren't recording on Monday because of set design. Hence, the wall. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then... Uh, that was a lie. We lied to you. No, I will say. Never mind. It wasn't a lie. We're I mean, always we, truthful to the viewers. We did have a set change. We did have a set yeah, change. So that that was a partial truth. It wasn't we the whole truth, before. but it was partial. It was mostly, and and then Caden at the beginning of the episode told you that it was because oh his head oh he's concussed, whatever. Poor Caden. <laughs> Shut up. The real reason. <laughs> the real reason we didn't record on Monday is because we knew that if we had to record fresh off of this loss that Caden would probably end up destroying the set, and then we'd have real set construction to do. So we postponed all the way to the day so Caden had enough time to cool down, <laughs> so his brain had enough time to wobble around in his head, get all wonky, his brain turned to mush, and now he gets to you know, get to talk about this game. Right. So, like, right after this game happened, I had set in my mind, I'm going to come on, I'm going to be, like, this is the first time, I'm going to be yelling, yelling into this mic about this game, but I can't do that right now. It would make my head hurt too bad just thinking about yelling. But has nothing to do with you. Don't be happy. But, so yeah, Panthers needed to win this game and win next week to make the playoffs. And the big story of this game was J.C. Horn wasn't playing. He was rated one of the top corners in the NFL this season. He has been one of the premier lockdown corners in the league. He didn't play. And our second corner, uh, Dante Jackson, tore his Achilles a couple weeks ago, so he also was out. So we went into this game with uh, C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor as our two starting quarterbacks going up against Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Moral of the story, that didn't work. And they could do whatever they want. This off- The Bucks' offense has been putrid all season. And yet Mike Evans had like over 200 yards and three touchdowns running the same freaking go route <laughs> three times in a row for touchdowns. That's if J.C. Horn plays in this game. I'm sorry, we win this game. He pl- he guards Mike Mike Evans. He doesn't score three go route touchdowns. He's not known as a fast receiver, and he just freaking burned three dudes on the same exact route. I mean, that's ridiculous. But then also at the same time, at what point do you start to make an adjustment? When do you say let's put a safety? Let's not go one on one. Let's double team him. Let's give some safety help. No, let's keep our horrible third and fourth string corner. They're third and fourth string for a reason. Let's keep them on him. Let's. Oh yeah, we signed Josh Norman. Yeah, let's play him for a whole six snaps this game. It's a great idea. Like, at what point do you start making adjustments? And. You're playing against Tom Brady in a must-win game. You face back-to-back fourth and ones on back-to-back drives. 
You're playing against Tom Brady, and your defense is getting torched because C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor are terrible corners. No, you don't go for it with Deontay Foreman in your backfield, and you're one of the best rushing teams in the league right now. You're going to punt both times and give Tom Brady the ball to go score. That's not going to win you a game. You can't play so conservative, especially against Tom Brady, when your team is so decimated with injuries. I personally, I, I don't know how I, I can root for Steve Wilkes to become the coach next season. I said it a couple weeks ago on the podcast after the Pittsburgh game, you can't win in 2022 by just running, 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 running. You have to have a passing identity. It's, or I guess, 2023 now. But yeah. you can't just run the ball every play. And that really showed down the stretch because him playing so conservative and only running the ball was really one-dimensional and you can't score enough points to play defense. Like, 30 points, it's a lot, but, like, that's kind of more common today because teams are just throwing like crazy. You're not going to score 30 points from running the ball 30 times a game. Yeah. And I, 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 I waited to share until now on the podcast. Someone who has been with talks on the Panthers for a head coaching job. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Personally, wait, yeah, personally, wait, wait, wait. Personally, I would love for the Panthers to sign him as their next head coach. I think I know. He had the interview just a couple days ago. He didn't have an interview yet, but they've been talking. You know what I'm talking about? I think you're talking about Harbaugh. I am talking about Jim Harbaugh from the state up north or the team up north. Personally, would love to see him for the Panthers. He, he he's not like Matt Rule or any of these other college coaches. He's proven that he can win in the NFL. Took the Niners to a Super Bowl. He's mm-hmm. proven he can win in the NFL and in college. So it's like, yeah. Pretty good. Exactly. Why would you? And, I mean, his job, I mean, this, this last couple of weeks, the NF, or the college announcers have loved to bring up the fact that Harbaugh's job was pretty much on the line like three years ago at this point that everyone was like, yeah, Harbaugh is just, he's mm-hmm. done here. And he was like, well, what can I do? So he went to Baltimore where his brother coaches, the uh, Ravens. And he's like learned some of his defense. So he has, he put the Ravens defense mm-hmm. in his defense at the uh, team up north. And his whole thing is run first, run to pass. So, right, but sorry, still, Kaden. But no, but he still passes a lot more than Wilkes. Wilkes literally refuses to pass. And he plays, I mean, did you watch the game? He, he went for it on fourth and one, first drive of the game. Sure, it didn't work, but he still went for it. Wilkes would just run the ball. He doesn't pass, you know? Yeah. I would love it. That could be interesting. We'll see where he goes. I think, personally, I think he stays. I think he stays up there. Good. I would... He's talking. He said he'd he he love. I mean, he played a year for the Panthers. He said he'd love to go back. I, I'd i love if he uh, didn't stay there because uh, he's decent. He's a pretty good guy. <laughs> not going to lie. He's pretty good. So, yeah, the Buccaneers lock up the number four seed. In the NFC with their win this week, locking up the division as well. Yeah. Just All right. Just like a steamroll in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of people, heard a lot, were saying like, oh, maybe it was, um, why am I forgetting the, chief, the coach's name now? Hackett. Hackett. <laughs> One week and we already, <laughs> Man, I already forget his name. I already don't care. It's crazy. Everyone's being like, oh, Hackett was the problem. I mean, look, they, they almost beat him 24-27. In my opinion, straight up not the case. I mean, you just fired your head coach. 
all the players are coming out and they're trying to prove that they're not the problem. So all your players are coming out, they're firing, they're really trying. And additionally, this was a similar game to when they played earlier this year. When they played earlier this year, it was a very similar story. It was yeah. very close and everyone was like, what's happening here? And everyone seems to have forgotten that it's the exact same mm -hmm. story. So the exact same, aside from Russell Wilson getting injured. I mean, right. I don't know what it is with either the Broncos really are play good against the Chiefs or the Chiefs really play bad against the Broncos. We can't really tell, but their games are always close, but it is the Chiefs, it is Mahomes. They still find a way to win. Always find a way to win, mm -hmm. even when he's not on defense. Because the defense is what won this for him. The, they forced Russell Wilson to fumble, which then caused them to go down and get their three points to win this game. But Patrick Mahomes always finds a way to win, even when he's not on defense. It's, it's insane. They are now, de depending on the outcome still of the Buffalo-Cincinnati, they could be primed for the one seed in the AFC. Yeah, which, it's a three-way race for that one seed. Right, which is, personally, I think it's absolute bogus. If they do get the one seed, I mean, it's a man's life, and it really might have just given you the one seed. I mean, I know it would never happen. It's like it's a joke to even bring it up, but like, just give it to Buffalo at that point. Like, yeah, I'm curious to see what'll happen. It, it's a they're in a really tough spot. The NFL is. There's yeah. a lot of questions that need to be answered, and not a lot of time. The playoffs. I mean, a week from today, we're going to be going into the playoffs. Right. The playoffs they have no time. The playoffs to start a week and a half from today, so. They really, I mean, it's not a lot of time. Right, and where are they going to play it at? Because, like, Buffalo, they went home. Like, where, it takes a couple days. Like, teams go down, like, three days in advance. So, like, you got I, I don't think they're going to play the game. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll they call, they call it a tie, tie? and it's just going to really mess up scheduling. And I mean, if, that, if a team like the Chiefs gets, gets the bye, and they win, you might, they might asterisk the uh, Super Bowl. Play in Philly. Make it a neutral site between the two places. Have them play in Philly. <laughs> or Pittsburgh. That's pretty central, too. All right. Next one here. Oh, we can skip this. No, not really. Well, uh, Bears. Fields got Lions. hurt, but yet still played because he is him. He is him. Fields, in the first quarter of this yeah. game, had 100 <laughs> yards rushing. Then, unfortunately, he got hurt, which then made him, as anyone would be, very anxious to then step out where he is not protected anymore and can take those hits. And so he didn't rush too much. He ended the game with 136 yards rushing, which still led the entire Bears offense in rushing. Shocker. Who could have guessed? His throwing was abysmal. There's There was no passing in this game. Because who is he throwing it to? Right. Yeah, he's not going to miss. St. Brown. <laughs> yeah, off-brand Amon Ra. And the Lions then proceeded to absolutely trounce them, 41-10, giving the Lions... A very real possibility of making the playoffs. Yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll talk it. about it at the end. Yeah. Again, not a whole bunch to talk about in this game. It was pretty boring. Not gonna lie. This game, though, had well, not a whole lot of implications. It had implications for one of the teams. Had a lot of storylines at the end of the game. So, going into this game, this is Browns and football team, by the way. <laughs> at the beginning of this game, earlier in the week, the football team goes, let's see, who do we want to be our quarterback now that Carson Wentz is back? Do we want the guy that started us off at whatever? Like one and two six. And, yeah, two, two and five. Yeah. Whatever it was. Like, do we want him to start? Or do we want the guy that then won us like five straight? Who do we want? Hmm. <laughs> let's go with 
Carson Wentz. That's, that's a good idea. So, in a must-win game against the Cleveland Browns, which, you know, I'm a Browns fan, but they probably should have beat us. They probably should have come out with a lot more fire. Uh, this is why I personally am a fan of the Browns switching to the NFC, because we make the playoffs every year if we were. Um, Washington decides to go with Wentz. Let me pull up uh, my notes here. So, Carson Wentz completed 16 passes on 28 attempts. Not the worst performance ever. He threw for 143 yards. That is the worst. <laughs> That's pretty bad. No touchdowns and three interceptions. Okay, and these weren't interceptions where it was like, oh, it bounced off of his receiver's hands, and so it really shouldn't be Wentz's interception. I'm, I personally am a fan of wide receiver interceptions. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't any of those. He threw into double coverage. He threw, threw into triple coverage. He threw it directly to a guy once. Like, it was just like there was yeah, just the worst. Like, Carson Wentz just... I mean, you know it's bad when in the second quarter, Washington the, the fans are chanting Heineke. They yeah. want the backup to come back in. And you know what's bad, even more bad, when in the post-game... Post, you hear about this? Yeah. The post-game interview, they here. asked him, and they go, Hey, man, can, can you walk us through your interception? And he says, Which one? <laughs> Straight face, which one? That's when you know that you are just the worst, man. He threw three picks against a Browns defense that has been getting carved against all season. They've really struggled. Joe Woods should be fired, but you're making oh, him yeah. you're making him look like he should stay. Maybe the Browns will keep him because his defense just got three picks. Yeah. I mean, I, no, it shouldn't happen. Please do not ever, hey. Browns team, Browns general <laughs> manager, do not say to yourselves, do not fool yourselves and say, we got three interceptions, so we should keep them. No, you got three interceptions against Carson Wentz. You should be ashamed you didn't get more. <laughs> no, but then, Ron Rivera, also in the headlines after this game, they were in his, in his post-game conference. They said, so how is it going to be, depending on the 4 o'clock games, you guys could be eliminated today. Um, will that influence who you start next week at quarterback? And his response, dead serious, was, wait, we, we could have been eliminated? So yeah. he, he had no idea that that's horrible look for a, the leader of your football team. Didn't know you could have been eliminated. Maybe that explains him starting once. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, like, how do you not know that you can be eliminated? Like, that's just like a quick Google search. I mean, just pull it up on your phone uh, before the game. Like, can <laughs> we be... Can the commanders... Yeah. No, not the commanders. Can the football team... I did it again. Can oh, the football oh, team... Oh, stop. Can us... And uh, their new mascot, General Tutty. That's so weird. Worst mascot in football. The pig? Yes. The pig I don't think it beats uh, the Gridiron Heights rash one. Yes. Okay, Gridiron Heights, <laughs> Clammy, whatever it's like. Yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, what it, uh, man, this is like Clammy something. The, it was like, if you don't know, whatever. Gridiron Heights, it's like a little animated like joke thing that comes out every week and they when washington was going through their football it's team me the team monster that's what it is was it yeah that's their mascot. yeah when they were going through their name of like the football team there was a joke and it was like their mascot and it was just like a trash can washington thing it was funny <laughs> go go watch good iron heights greatly recommend it yeah highly recommend yeah this their mascot sucks and uh the football team sucks and uh they are just the worst right they're starting sam howell Next week's game, it doesn't matter, but maybe they can see what they got going into next season. 
yeah, we'll see. All right. Oh, pulling up an yeah, image. Pulling up an image of what is it? General Tutty. General Tutty. And it doesn't go with them at all. It is a pig. <laughs> yeah, look at this guy. Well, I Literally, just a pig wearing football team equipment. That's what I see in my nightmares. I mean, I mean, hey, like cover up the the name of the cover up the W on the hat and cover up the commander shirt. What what's that a mascot for? What is going on? And what is that a mascot for? Literally, no team. No team is a pig. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. It's like. Okay, so I'll, I'll say their name because I'm trying to you know, right. explain the thing. So we're the commanders but, but, because no, <laughs> because <laughs> we're the commanders because we're located in Washington D.C. and so you know people command in D.C. It's right. it's a good thing, and so <laughs> then massive brain, our mascot will be a general. Oh, and we want Ooh. to score touchdowns. So General Tutty Ooh, will be nice. his name. Good idea. What will he be? What will he be? You ask. Will he be some military general? Maybe. No. Okay. He shall be a pig. I already have the Patriots. Uh, yeah, but still, like a pig that sends so many messages to me. Yeah, like it's almost like you're mocking the the commanders of the it's country. Almost like, it's almost like it's already a stupid I thought it name. was a joke when I saw it came out. Like I saw it on, I saw it, and I was like, dude, I was like, there's no way that's a real thing. And then I keep seeing it. And I was like, it's real. I don't understand. It's like, it. are you saying so you're dumb. gonna get cooked? Like, yeah, like bro, teachers are gonna start bringing like bacon to the game, dude. Like that's gonna be, dude, no way. And that thing's scary looking. Yeah, dude, this thing it's gonna get you. If you eat bacon, it's gonna get you. Don't you worry. But now back to the football. Now back to the actual football instead of stupid mascots. Oh man, Jaguars at Texans. A game. That Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Um, What's up? sorry. Before we move on, uh, we have a chat from uh, MJ Cobes. He asks, <laughs> "Who is that?" <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. From Sue Allen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you both think is a key roster move this offseason for your respective teams? Panthers for Caden, Browns for Austin. Oh, I, I, that's a W question. And he has a bet on what Caden's going to pick. So we'll see what oh, happens. I guarantee you I know what he's going to say. And I'm going to say it. A key roster move? I personally, I'd give up a lot for this. But I. <laughs> oh, I didn't know where you were going, and now I do. Yeah. I, I remember where you're yeah. going now. We had a discussion about this a while ago. Panthers, I don't care what you got to do. Make it happen. Sign Lamar Jackson. Debbie's mad at my feet. Oh, no, oh, sorry. Sign Lamar Jackson. He more than likely wants out of Baltimore. Dude, you're like, you got everything but the quarterback. Maybe you need another receiver and a coach. Boom. Sign Lamar Jackson. Throw money at him. And you will be primed to win the sucky NFC South. You will not be part of the sucky NFC South. You will be miles above everybody else. Is that what uh, Sue Ellen assumed? He said uh, either coaching or quarterback. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, for me, he said roster move, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Roster move, not meaning, like, coach. Because, like, if I had my choice, I'd say fire Joe Woods and get, like, anyone that's competent on defense. I'll do it. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but Dude, why am I getting another scam call? That's craziness. Uh, but for a key roster move, I'd say well, we're pretty... I'm not going to lie. The Browns are pretty solid on paper. Like We got some of the best corners in the league. Our safeties are good. Our linebackers are injured, but they're fantastic when they're not. Our defensive line is dominant. Our running backs are great. Our receivers are pretty good. Our quarterbacks, he's phenomenal. What I would say for roster move is I would say, uh, if at all possible, keep Kareem Hunt. I, I love the Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt That's good. move. And if you can't do that, just build the O-line some more. Other than that, get a defensive coordinator, man. We didn't talk about the Jags game because you chatted us. Good question, Sue Ellen. Shout out to Sue Ellen. Even though Sue Ellen isn't here, go support the podcast. Go supporting. W. You all can support too by subscribing on YouTube. We're almost to 100 subscribers. Help us get there. Okay. Um, so the Texans beat the... <laughs> Debbie, stop. So the Texans beat the Titans last week, helping the Jaguars... Like crazy. I mean, it helped put them in first. Yeah. Great, good position for the Jaguars to make the playoffs now. And how did the Jaguars thank them? By beating them 31-3. to Yes. True story. <laughs> uh, they did that. And what I loved about this game, <laughs> they did, they did that. that. What I loved the most about this game was not the fact that uh, you know, the Jaguars won, which is, of course, good, because I'd love to see them take the division. I really would. What I liked most about this game is that even though it didn't matter at all, they could have. No, they could have. They could have sat every single person, and they could have said, "You know what? It the game doesn't matter. We're gonna rest our guys for Tennessee." Doug Peterson said, "No, every game matters. If you're not like, like every game matters, and so we are starting everybody. Everybody will be starting, and so everyone played. He pulled everyone at halftime because they were winning by so much already." But everyone started, everyone got the game time reps, and I think that that matters, and I think that that's big. And I hope that that reflects itself against the Titans next week. Because the Titans did not Because the Titans didn't do that. The Titans sat everyone. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, that game, the game for the division, we're going to call it the AFC South Championship, because that's what it is. Yeah. The AFC South Championship is Saturday night. And I'm really hoping I'm better by Saturday night, because I really want to watch that game. It should be a good one. It should be. I'm excited for it. Hopefully, the Jaguars take it. And there's a chance that both of them get in, which we'll get into at the end of the episode. Keep plugging that. If we ever get there. If we ever get there. We're never actually going to get there. Everything's going to die before we do. All right. 49ers at Raiders. Um, fun fact. Jarrett Stidham is him. Dude, he is. So, you know, 100%. that's fun. And who on earth... Would have ever thought that Jared Stidham, who's thrown more interceptions than games started in his career <laughs> against Mr. Irrelevant, would be one of the most entertaining games of the day. Yeah. No one would have ever thought that. And who would have thought that the Raiders at all would be in this game without their quarterback? Yeah. Turns out, Derek Carr, you were the problem. You are no longer going to be a Raider. You will be nope. a... Colt, probably. Um. I, yeah, odds are good he'll be a Colt, but assuming the Colts have learned their lesson with washed quarterbacks, I see Derek Carr going to the Jets, but that's a conversation we'll for see. another day. But yeah, uh, look, Raiders that didn't win, they're more than likely not going to beat the Niners, but they lost by three in overtime. Jared Stidham played great in one of his first starts against 
the Niners, who have one of the best defenses we've ever seen. I mean, great game. Devontae Adams was finally playing like the receiver he was supposed to be. Because you know why? Because he was kicking the ball. Shocker how that works. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's, it's funny. Uh, Darren Waller played good. Hunter Renfro, yeah, he's there. Um, Raiders played good. They still didn't beat the Niners because Niners are still the Niners. Brock Purdy remains undefeated. Concerns me a little bit for the Niners because they're going into the playoffs in a couple of weeks and they lost a very early won a very close game against Jared Stidham and then Raiders. But a win is a win and they could still get the first seed. It's not impossible. Yeah, definitely not impossible. Definitely a real possibility. Pretty entertaining game, pretty interesting. A lot of uh, conversation then heading into the playoffs, like you said. It's like, I mean, their defense is rated one of the best defenses, not if not the best defense. I mean, they're one of the few defenses that can run man coverage to basically perfection. Yeah. And Stidham kind of tore it apart, yeah. which was crazy wild. <laughs> um, oh, you skipped. Uh, yeah, you skipped the yeah. Jets. Oh, 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 but wrong oh. way. Oh, there, oh, we oh, there we go. Oh, oh, oh. There we go. We did it. All right. So this was Jets at Seahawks. Um, the Jets kind of needed to win if they wanted any chance at the playoffs. And they had Mike White back. Didn't matter. Had him back. And Mike White proceeded to play a Zach Wilson type team. Yeah. Jets lost 6-23, to ending their playoff hopes and giving the Seahawks a spark of almost life heading into Week 18. Mm-hmm. I mean... Seahawks didn't play great offensively. I mean, Jets have a good defense, so 23 points. Perspective. Mm-hmm. Re- respectable. But their defense played lights out. I mean, Mike White didn't play good. Maybe showing he's not going to be the quarterback next year. Yeah. The quarterback is not. Personally, their quarterback is not on their roster. Yeah, I agree with that. Quarterback of next year is not on the roster. And it, I agree. And it showed in this game. I mean, Mike White's yeah. supposedly the best and you just got completely shut down by a very bad Seahawks defense. Yeah. See, we're flying through these four o'clock games because most of them are really boring. Right. Except for this one. This was still boring. This was boring, but it was exciting because who would have seen it coming? Vikings at Packers. Vikings lost 17-41. to Ridiculous. Here's what I want to know, Caden. At what point in this game do you think that the Vikings fans realized that they're not winning? Dude, probably very early because it was a 4 o'clock game. True. Because it's, no. it's, it's actually <laughs> so... No, it wasn't. That was at 4. No, I said they realized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually so comical that... <laughs> they realized at 1 o'clock that they were going to lose the game. Yeah. <laughs> they realized that it wasn't on. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the, the Vikings fans went to find the game, and you're like, Oh no! <laughs> no, but it's actually so funny how bad they are when they're not playing at one. But the Packers are hitting their stride, and they've become a team that you don't want to play right now, which is so unfortunate because I'm rooting against the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is overrated. But he's gonna make the playoffs more than like Aaron Rodgers. Is him, even though he didn't. I mean, he played well in this game, but it was really the Packers. Their running defense. game is him. Their defense is him, and their receivers are him. Don't talk to me about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Is him. him? No, the Packers defense was really him today. Mm-hmm. Or yes, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Goodness, <laughs> we know we're going on Mondays. I'm so confused. Packers defense was him. Uh, Jair Alexander Damn. shut down. 
Justin Jefferson. One Justin catch. Jefferson, one catch for 15 yards. That's it. Jair Alexander was grittying all over him. It was awesome. That was funny. I mean, no, I did have uh, J- Jay Jettison uh, at Fantasy Championship, so yeah. that kind of was unfortunate. But sometimes it this could like be that. a very legit playoff matchup. So it'd be interesting to see. It would obviously be in Minnesota. Yeah. But depending on when the game is played, could be interesting. Packers still have to win next week to make it. Yeah. We will talk about it if we ever get there. But yeah, Packers are rolling right now, unfortunately. Another absolute blowout. Rams at Chargers. Um, let's see. Did I actually have notes for this game? Or no, I did it just not. says Rams at Chargers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the Chargers won 31 to 10. Uh, good job, Chargers. You didn't charge your, your way into the playoffs. And we're very proud of you for that. Uh, Rams, was it worth it? For the- I ask you almost every week, and I'm waiting for an answer. At Preston Bowman, was it worth it? You've argued yes, but somebody tells me your tears say no. Next game. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about this game. There's not much. Ooh. Okay, this is a very... A lot to say. Kenny Pickett is looking like a very good quarterback. Yeah. Didn't play great in this game, but he executed a game-winning drive, went down through a game-winning touchdown to take the lead, win the game. Steelers are now 8-8. Eight and eight. Mm-hmm. A win on Sunday would give them a 9-8 and eight record. And another winning season for Mike Tomlin, who will remain with no losses in his or no, no losing, losing seasons. seasons. Whew, no losses. No losing seasons in his career. That is crazy, especially looking at this team. You're going into the season with Mitchell Trubisky. You got Chase Claypool, who likes to make TikToks. You got who's also a top three receiver, according to him. You got Deontay Johnson. By the way, where did he go? He Chicago. went to the Bears. Yeah, yeah. what's happened since ah. then? I haven't seen his name ever. Uh, you got Deontay Johnson, who drops more than he catches. You got George Pickens, who there's a little overhyped coming into the season. I'm not. He's lie. good. He's good, but I think he was a little overhyped. You got a horrible offensive line. Half your old lines retired, and yet you might be nine and eight. And you might. And you might make, make the playoffs. playoffs. They were playing the Browns. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any idea? Do you have any idea? Like, I don't think I can express to you. <laughs> He's like sweating and like twitching like, over here. Think about you it. You don't understand how much. I would love, I would love to have the Browns beat the Steelers and have Mike Tomlin have a losing season and the Steelers' chances hey, at a postseason. Hey, you know what's I crazy? I love it. More than likely, it's not going to happen. I think we can do it. We can do I mean, it. obviously, I think you guys can too, but it's, it's, dude, it's Mike Tomlin and he always finds a way. No, he's, he's not going to find a go way. Coach. And dude. then Miami might get in because they are playing. Yeah, well, wait. It's a whole thing. Yeah, they're playing I, got, the I got all the notes and everything. Remember, we will get there. Don't you, <laughs> Don't you worry, Debbie. We'll get there. We've been saying it the whole time. But yeah, Mike Tomlin, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Deshaun Watson drops back to pass. Okay. Browns are down by five. Okay. With 30 seconds to go. No, 15 seconds to go. Deshaun Watson drops back to pass from his own 20. Okay. He hits Amari Cooper on a slant. Amari Cooper taking it down the sideline, and all of a sudden, in comes Mike Tomlin, and he trips him, <laughs> just like he said before. And that play right there, even with the penalty, causes the Browns to not be able to win the game. And uh, yeah, that's what would happen. 
That's yeah. what happened. I hope not, but we'll see. All right. So, um, moving into the playoff picture. Yeah. For week 18. Do we have one on the board, or are we just using uh, off of Austin? Okay, so Austin's got notes, because he's him. And True story, I am him. And, um, and uh, Debbie's got struggling. Yeah, Debbie's been moving stuff around the whole podcast, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. it's the same one as last week. Okay, but obviously updated. Yeah. So, here we have oh, what's pretty much locked. Don't, so, don't twitch it too much. That kind of hurts. So, in the AFC... We have the Chiefs currently sitting in the one slot because of the Bills-Bengals situation. Got Bills sitting at two, Bengals at three, Chargers at four, Ravens five in the first wildcard spot. Scroll down a little bit, Debbie, please. A little bit. Okay. Then, looking to make the playoffs is the Jaguars looking to take the division at the moment and the Patriots so in the AFC for the Jaguars to get in they have to beat the Titans or the Steelers lose which is a possibility the Patriots lose they play Buffalo a big possibility and the Dolphins lose they play the Jets and they don't have Tua okay for the Patriots to get in they need to win against the Bills, which probably won't happen. Or the Dolphins need to lose. Again, they're playing the Jets, real possibility. The Steelers need to lose. They're playing the Browns, real possibility. And the Titans need to lose, which I think will happen. Okay, for the Dolphins to get in, they need to beat the Jets or the pa- or and the Patriots lose. Beat the Jets and Patriots loss. It could happen. For the Steelers to get in, they need to beat the Browns. The Patriots need to lose, and the Dolphins need to lose. Real possibility. Very real possibility. And for the Titans to get in, all they need to do is beat the Jags. So they have the most smooth path. I mean, so do the Jags. The Jags win, they're in. That's true. So between Jags and Titans, they control their own destiny. And, like I said, if the Titans beat the Jags, the Jags can still get in by the Steelers losing, Patriots losing, and Dolphins losing. So both... AFC South teams can still get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. which would be wild. Okay, coming over to the NFC side here. Um, scroll up a little bit, Debbie. I want to give everyone the full experience. In the one seed currently is the Eagles, who need to win this week to lock that. The 49ers are in the two seed, looking to take that. Vikings are pretty much locks for three. Not really. You think so? I mean, where, if, where, if, where could they go? If the Eagles win, obviously they clinch one. If the Eagles lose and the Niners win, Niners jump to one. That's better? Yeah. Now if I'm doing this, you can hear me good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So if the yeah, so if the Eagles win first, the Eagles lose and Niners win, Niners are first. If the Eagles lose and the Niners lose and the Cowboys lose, the Vikings are one. So, so a lot to play for four, in the NFC. Any four of the Eagles, Niners, Vikings, or Cowboys could technically still be the one seed at the end of this week. Which is kind of wild. Which is crazy. Yeah, the it's fact fun. that it's not. Yeah. yeah, It's very fun. It's very fun for sure. A lot to play for. A lot of these teams are going to be playing their starters, really giving it their all, which is a, a lot of fun. It's better than, you know, 
resting all your starters week 18. Buccaneers obviously have the last of the division spots. And then into these guys on the outside looking in, trying to clinch their spots. Yeah, it's, so, it's a wild, um, wild card hunt here in the Yeah, there's NFC. only three teams that really need to do anything. So, Seahawks, Lions, Packers. The Seahawks need to beat the Rams, and the Packers need to lose. Okay? Which is, like... Could it happen. Could very well happen. For the Lions to get in, they need to beat the Packers, and the Seahawks need to lose. Okay? And for the Packers, all they need to do is beat the Lions. Right. So Packers have the inside track to that final wildcard spot. Right. Where they could play any of those top couple teams that we mentioned. Right. But then, depending on if the... It really comes down to that Lions-Packers game. If the Lions win, Seahawks have a good chance of getting in. Yep. If the Lions win, Lions have a good chance of getting in. If, obviously, if the Packers lose, they're done. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, a lot more paths in the AFC to take that last spot no, there's in the two, NFC. There's two sp- no, there's two, one spot, you're right. Yeah, one spot in each. And in the AFC, it's a lot of, you know, even if they lose, three teams could also lose, and they could still make it in, which all of them, again, very real possibilities. So it's a lot of fun heading into the last week. I mean, if the Seahawks lose and the Lions lose... Oh, wait, Lions and Packers play. I'm yeah. dumb. Yeah, so be interesting. If, they t- if the Seahawks lose and the Lions and Packers tie, Packers... Will get it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. A lot of teams that are going to be playing. I don't remember really this much potential uh, situations this late in the season. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Hopefully, I'm able to watch the games this weekend. That would be good. Say a prayer that I will be able to. But yeah, anything else you want to say? Buckeyes lost a heartbreaker. But let's not yeah. talk about that because that was sad. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about that. Other than that, I think that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, we know this one was a little later uh, in the week. Our apologies for that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully hopefully we'll have the new mics and everything this this new episode. Hopefully, it sounded good. We'll obviously make any changes if, they, if they're needed. Thank you for listening.